Everyone and welcome to episode ninety-two of the Heaviest Podcast, Weekly Worship at the Altar of Radness. It's your boys, Gary and Sonny, here again to give you a rundown of the week's top news. Will Donald Trump get in for a second term? <laughs> yeah, if you wanted news like that, then you've probably downloaded the wrong podcast. But if Donald Trump ever wrote a sick breakdown, then we'd be the first on the scene. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So, over here in uh, in Blighty, the country that me and Son like to call home, we're officially in lockdown 2.0. So, a lot of people are getting ready for yet more fucking Zoom quizzes, <laughs> bloody Joe Wicks workouts, making banana bread, and we're all patiently waiting for Tiger King Season 2 to come out. <laughs> but if that ain't your cup of tea, then Sonny and I are here to point you in the direction of something to bang your fucking head to. Instead of going outside your house at eight o'clock on a Thursday to clap for carers, you're going to be headbanging for heaviest. Yeah, Sonny, how's it going? Oh, that feels good. <laughs> that feels good. Uh, you're so much better at that. No, dude. Like, there's a reason why you present oh. because I'm. I don't know. I'm terrible. No, dude. It. You fucking. So you just fucking nailed that, man. Honestly, it was great. <laughs> fucking. I love the fucking. Yeah, mate. To be fair, if Donald Trump did write a fucking sick breakdown, we'd be all over it, mate. I loved it. Yeah, man. Oh, we'd be there. It feels great. Like, he's a cunt. I'm gonna get you. He, he knows how to write a chunky groove. I'm gonna. Prote- <laughs> I'm gonna protest for you to get four more episodes of of intros. <laughs> four more shows. <laughs> four more shows. <laughs> four more shows. <laughs> mate that was great i loved it next week you're gonna do the intro next week and i'm gonna claim that it was uh it was a fr- it was fraudulent i'm glad that you did it man it felt great i mean yeah. honestly i'm having a fucking piss piss hole of a fucking week and i know that yeah. you are too we've just been moaning at each other for like 10 minutes before <laughs> the podcast <laughs> like about how shit everything is and uh, yeah to get in a really good frame of mind for podcasting yeah. we spent the last 15 minutes sulking basically <laughs> <laughs> but now with that beautiful wonderful intro gary i that is all washed away and i can't wait to fucking good. have a little chat about some fucking good yeah. stuff because we've got all the we've chatted about all the rubbish stuff like you know off off mic for a change we, that's, we're not gonna let that bleed in now it's just nice energy it's just like nice energy <laughs> sit mate we've put it all to bed now it's nothing but nothing but rest and happiness <laughs> mate i want to jump straight in and i want to talk about something that i watched on the on telebox mate. okay have you seen this program on netflix at netflix called the blood of zeus no it's that uh, uh, it's 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 on the cards though gary definitely on mate. the cards mate it is it is sick, mate. It's well good. <laughs> it's like a Netflix original anime about ancient Greece. But they kind of gone like this at the beginning it gives you like a little story, a little thing, and it's like there was loads of stories about ancient Greece and only only like a small amount of them ever made the light of day. This is one of the ones that, that didn't, and it's this like mental cool story, like Sometimes I find it, I found it a bit hard to keep up with the story because it's like, you know, an anime, I'm not really a big anime person, but like the stuff that I have watched is hard to keep up with. Yeah. But 
the I just you just kind of stop trying, just let it wash over you. And it's so fucking the animation and stuff was so fucking cool. And the music, <laughs> the music was amazing, man. The whole thing was scored by like an orchestra, and it just made it fucking epic as balls. Like the whole way through it, no matter what happened, it felt like it was the fucking most epic thing ever. Ah, oh, brilliant! I strongly recommend it to anybody it was well good i'm keen really worth i watched the whole thing in a day to be fair so that, i think that helps but it was wicked mate oh yeah well worth checking out oh, mate i'm loving that i love that you're fucking well into that i'm i'm i'll give it a crack mate um i've enjoyed um like their castlevania have you checked out castlevania i've not i've not um, but i'm keen to look at look into some other stuff it's fucking sick after enjoying the blood of blood of zoo so much i'm keen to look into some other stuff kind of like it to watch yeah man um like yeah I, I actually i've only watched like the first season of castlevania i think there might be two or three now um yeah just, i just think there's a couple yeah i think there's a third one You're just because right. i'm terrible at actual life uh, I, I like watch things and they just never come back to it. not for any reason yeah. just you just the, the riffs just keep coming and you just don't find enough time to like you know. <laughs> yeah man there's only so many hours in a day. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Know, yeah. Plus, I'm at the point. I think, like, being able to keep up with stuff like that coincided with like living living with my girlfriend. Like, I I can't like I don't think I'll get away with like banging on a bit of Castlevania of a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Like, I, I I was hanging out with I was hanging out with a mate. That's why we watched the whole thing because I kind of had the had the night hanging out with with a bro and. Uh, <laughs> otherwise i wouldn't have been able to watch it either that what? sounded like you didn't it was like you didn't want to say it then you're like i just uh had a night with a with a bro <laughs> like you sort of you sort of like slowed down i spent i hung out with rob that was you know we had chicken wings and we watched blood of zeus like sick. that's <laughs> the people that listen to the show don't know where rob is yeah, but so i was trying to like sort of sheepishly tiptoed like tiptoed oh. around it like as if you actually what you did is masturbate in a hot tub together like or something like that uh, i'll level with you i'll level with you i couldn't think of the word bro at the top of my head it had gone completely gone i was i was oh. fishing for the words fishing for the word bro oh mate i know one of the words that were probably used the most in in life and i couldn't think You've of it used it all up. that's just telling you oh, my brain's just gone mate i've just i've put it out of pasture man it's well it's not part of my bubble for the uh, for my love for my social distancing. I'm afraid I've had to leave it outside. I'll believe you. I'll believe. What about you? you? Don't know anything. Don't know anything exciting. Been up to much other than pairing your socks. Um, Pick a good time. Playing around with socks. To pay your socks. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that the camera was on. Then I was just playing around with my socks. <laughs> Fuck now. Um, my life has been all right, Gary. I'll give it a, a probably a five out of ten. It, a, a, a very yeah. much in the middle. Five out of ten since last we spoke. Um, I've enjoyed going out for walks though. That's been nice. Um, taking mm. the old. It's been a nice week. The weather's been all right. A lovely bit of week. Dry and crisp. I like it. Yeah, it was like it was like they knew. Like they were like, right, give them a nice little week, and then just fucking lock them down. <laughs> like fucking, <laughs> just lock them fucking hard down, dude. Lock those cunts in. Um, Fuck you all. Yeah. I had a good evening on Halloween. I, I watched. Uh, I watched something that I've been meaning to watch for a while, and I sort of saved it because I heard it was quite good. This this thing VHS. It's like a. It's like one of those like found footagey. It's a found footage yeah, anthology type it, yeah. jobby, and um, mm. it was fucking cool. Really enjoyed it. Like the first story was proper proper wicked. Um, I don't know if anyone's. No, I don't know if anyone's. I mean, it's not really a spoiler for a movie that's fucking well old. But like, basically, <laughs> these <laughs> these dudes like, um, these dudes are 
things transpire to a scene where some dudes are banging a lady and half right. halfway through them banging this lady or like you know probably right at the beginning of them banging this lady she fucking turns into like a badass fucking vampire beast and fucks them all up <laughs> it's pretty sick <laughs> Amazing. like the first yeah th- that's just like the first segment on it and and it was wicked it's on prime and i can't recommend it enough there's there's a number two but i haven't watched it yet um oh, that sounds hilarious but also quite yeah cool. it's pretty badass uh, yeah. Other than that, I made the most of us uh, of of the, the universe before getting into like diving into the old lockdown by going out last night, and um, I forgot my mate had booked this table for us for this like comedy night thing, and um, oh yeah, and I f- it was quite it, was, it just worked out that like oh it was the Wednesday the fourth that we at that point we didn't know that it was like the last night before lockdown, and to get us no, no, to get in anywhere without having that book in like two weeks prior before anyone knew yeah. it just wouldn't have happened. Like it's like like going around to a pub, like yet like yesterday trying to get a table is like going around fucking trying to buy a Turkey on fucking Christmas day. In it. Like you, yeah. you shit out of luck if you haven't fucking sorted yeah. it. So trying to get a turbo man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just fucking trying to wrestle some fucking turbo man out of some mum's hand. Um, so yeah, I was, it was all right, mate. It was all right. It was quite good. Um, the one of the one of the comedians like the first comedian was a bit shit though he'd like he he had all these like stories like all of his things were stories but they were just like unfeasible things that like there has to be a sort of like an element of truth in someone's like story right yeah. i'm really not into like people that tell stupid stories like that obviously didn't happen like because anybody can do that anybody can think of a com- comedic situation and then work backwards from it and go like oh yeah Oh, this happened to me the other day. I was going to like, no, I fucking didn't, geez. There's no way you were fucking walking <laughs> down the. There's no way that you were outside and a bird shat on your head. I'm not saying that. That of course a bird can shit on your head, but there's no way he was saying that he had his hand over his head and the bird another like when he was walking down the street, a bird shat on top of his hand. Like, there's it's improbable that he was shat on by two separate <laughs> birds in the same. <laughs> in the same month that's not happening to somebody in the, in a month gary let alone the same five minutes um and then uh, once he'd, he'd sort of talked about these weird situations that i just that never happened it just really lost me and i just really really hated him <laughs> <laughs> but there was a couple of them that were really good um a man talking about the length of his genitalia which which is quite funny quite a funny story gary <laughs> Uh, classic dick and fart classic jokes. Classic dick jokes. Can't really, can't go wrong. Can yeah, you? can't go wrong. And there was this one guy, the guy that headline was really funny, and he, um, he did what he did one of the best things in that situation. Like he, he was getting a fucking, he was getting a bit of a heckle from some geezer up front. That some geezer was like a young, young lad, and he was, he was obviously fucking smashed, and he was kept calling him Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> And the poor cunt <laughs> definitely didn't look like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was a little bit in his outfit, like, but um, he didn't look like him. And he just, he found out how old he was and then kept calling him 24 and just kept tearing him apart, like, throughout the show. And it just, seeing that, like, real-time, like, teardown of a heckler is just, it really does, it's something to, like, make you feel alive. Like, that that will make, you know, living worthwhile, just seeing somebody just yeah. fucking tear <laughs> them down. Like, ah, oh, yeah, hecklers should be just fucking probably neutered. 
really, because <laughs> they're no good for the for the world. Yeah, that, kind of them put polluting the gene yeah, pool. Yeah, them and people that don't wear masks in shops should probably be swiftly taken care of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I also did something that's kind of a bit more on brand to uh, to the to the show than watching an anime on Netflix. I watched the, um, the Code Orange live stream. Oh, mate, I saw some of that. Last week. Oh, it was fucking badass man it was so cool um it was called uh, it was called back inside the glass and the idea was that it was like basically what happened with the first live stream that they did was they were kind of thrown into that last minute because it was like we're going into lockdown in like two days and they're like oh shit we're supposed to be playing a, a show let's do something and this was like i can imagine this is what they wanted to do in the first place yeah. sorry excuse me this is what they would have done had they have had time to think about it. So it was like a full a full band bill. So it was first on was Machine Girl, which was quite odd to be fair. Like it was mostly just it was mostly just them in like this kind of sports hall, just kind of rolling around on the floor, and <laughs> occasionally like a guitarist would come out and stuff. And it was all a bit strange to be honest. Like, <laughs> like I liked I like I really liked the album, and I'll still go back to that album uh uvoid synthesizer i still think it's really fucking cool but in that sort of situation it was a bit strange right. but after that was a uh, year of the knife and they played internal incarceration in full and they fucking smashed it <laughs> mate they were the they were the fucking business like i don't know if like a band doesn't quite throw as much energy into a live show like that as they do if, if they were in front of people but they just seem to go on for fucking days and like that album's intense yeah it? and it's quite when we talked about it we did discuss that maybe it's a little bit too long and to then like perform the whole thing live and they they probably did a set that would be longer than the set that they would have actually played <laughs> yeah done totally. the show because they would have played like a selection of tracks that probably been on for 20 minutes and the album's like 30 pushing 40 and it just sounded really fucking good and the vocalist he he was probably the one who looked like he was starting to get worn out towards the end. But yeah, they were fucking, they were top notch, man. I, I, there wasn't a lot of production value to what they did. They just kind of were in a room with some Halloween-y kind of stuff knocking around behind, around I them. I didn't see, but they were really I good. I didn't see anything other than a bit of Code Orange, but were they not in the same setup? Were they just in a different area? And then no, sort of like, no, they were like, like you know, it was recorded. It was all recorded individually yeah. and then kind of stitched okay, together, yeah. I think. Um, I didn't see a lot of Jesus Peace because I was watching it live and I had my dinner while Jesus Peace were playing, I believe. <laughs> so I didn't see a great deal of Jesus Peace, but what I did see was really cool. Um, and then Code Orange, their set was fucking wicked, man. They had this like, you do you see it? Yes, they had this stage that was all white and it, it, the entire thing could be projected onto. Yeah. So they had all of these really fucking cool visual effects going on. And also they like the cameras were just cutting so quick all the time and it made it really like disorientating and crazy. But one of the things they did, which I found, I thought was really cool was each member of the band had like their own close up, and they'd superimpose the close up views over the top of like the performance of everybody. So you'd have like 
like a sort of like the Brady Bunch themed intro, you know, <laughs> where you have like the little boxes of people. And uh, so you'd have like Jamie in his box in the middle, and then you'd have like Reba in the bottom corner, and then you can still see the rest of the band like behind them and stuff. It was it was really fucking rad. Um they also did a bit of the first track. What's the first track on um, Nightmare Logic? Uh, is it is it actually called Nightmare Logic or is it? Um, I think it might be called Soul Sacrifice. Now, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Power Trip fan, but they were sort of like dedicated yeah, a song to Riley. Sacrifice, and then they did this like, yeah, and then they went into this like really fucking cool like part of at the beginning of a song. And then they at the end of the set, like as an encore, they played a new song or well, a song I've never heard before. Anyway. Oh, sick. Might have been like a B-side or something, but it was really good. Fuck it yeah. was like it was a it was a, quite a different actually it was it was one of those sort of songs that are like reba led you know one of their more kind of melodic songs but it had like a completely different it wasn't quite as like melancholy it was maybe a bit more almost a bit like chirpy almost like a happy chirpy song. it still sounded it still sounded like a code orange song and it instead had all of the the shit that you expect all the glitchy stuff yeah and, for that kind of thing but it had like a kind of a brightness to it as well it was really cool i think it was called i think it was called lie to me nice they projected it all over the like the word all over the background but i don't remember what it was now. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was lie to me and yeah it was really good but that was that i thought the live stream was fucking well good man really enjoyed yeah. it yeah well worth the money it was like i think it worked out like eight pounds to stream fucking it fucking banging well worth the money. I thought, it was really, I thought it was a really fucking good time. Yeah, I saw some clips. There was a lot about. of options on that night as well, because the Bronx did one, and Ingested did one on, on Halloween as well. <laughs> the so, Bronx, Ingested, yeah. Code It's a fucking no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> yeah, it wasn't, a t- it wasn't a tough decision to make, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it was, yeah, I really fucking enjoyed it. Mate, it looked so, so sick. Like, the, the projections and stuff that they were doing looked like insane it was it looks so yeah. badass man um yeah so much of it and like just so much of it was just really well put together um like the camera work was really good it was it's all, all hate five six all done by yeah. hate, it's only hate five six again uh obviously not on his own he had he probably had collaborators that helped him out with it but he was like the close-up guy mm. he was like the dude running around he was all dressed in white like he was dressed in, like chef whites <laughs> so that he kind of blended into the background <laughs> And he was like running around doing all the close up angles and stuff. He looked like he was having the time of his life, but he was probably knackered. Oh, yeah. He probably did more. He probably put more energy in than the band did. And they're a band that, you know, <laughs> throw themselves at a live performance. I tried to think he probably lost like half a stone by the end of that. But yeah, really fucking cool. I don't think you can watch it anymore. They extended it. So they put another couple of days on it. You could watch it. But I think it's, I think it's gone now. Yeah. But it was bloody the great. Only things, it was bloody great. The only great. things I saw of it was like through social media, but um, it looked fucking sick. And I, I really love how um, I love how fucking Jamie like is rocking it with the fucking mic stand now. Just like, yeah, he, he just looks sick as a fucking vocalist. He's got such a sick stage presence, and it's like fuck. He was stuck behind that drum yeah, set and, for so long. Now he's just yeah. fucking murdering it. Yeah, and they do um, they do who I am live as well. Um. Is it who I am? You know the one. It's the one that's like him, the led him, led by him singing. Don't wanna know who you really are. Yeah. That one. It's like the chorus is led by him, and he can fucking do it, man. He can really fucking do it live. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you see like him doing more singing going forward in like future material because he he actually can sing. He's got like you know a specific voice, yeah. but <clears throat> he he can, he's got 
he's got chops like he's not blagging it's not it's not a studio trickery or anything like that he's, he's yeah good. so yeah big big things are gone for uh for those boys fuck yeah man and girls <laughs> um yeah really fucking cool mate we this week we've got a bit of a light touch this week because you know we've we've had a bit of a shitter of a week so we've not but there's like loads of news so we're gonna have to get into the news later but i wanted to go in on something a little bit we don't usually weigh in on big releases do we but we have done in the past i'm not counting deftones because deftones are one of the best bands on the planet so i'm not counting that but you know like (laughs) this year we had a little chat about lamb of god when they put out a new album didn't we and like last year we chatted about slipknot when they and i am i'm gonna steal the i'm gonna call in a new phrase for a new segment for when we kind of weigh in on big albums I'm stealing it though. I'm stealing it from The Simpsons because I want to call it my two, oh, our two, two cents, cents yeah. which is what, <laughs> yeah, which is the Ken, Ken Brockman show, right? So I kind of wanted to give our two cents on the on the new Bring Me the Horizon release. Uh, I call it a release because they're calling it an EP, but it's half hour long. It's an it's an album. It's half hour long. It's got eight tracks on it. It's it's an album, right? It's definitely an yeah. album. I mean, even if they want to call it an EP, because they're doing like a series of EPs, is their thing. And so, but the last one was like over an hour because it had like a half hour long track on it. So yeah, the last one, I don't know how they could claim that that was an EP. The last one was an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. The last one was enormous. It wouldn't have even fit on a CD. Like it's way too long. Um, The last track. Yeah. And I don't know if you listened to it, but it was longer than their previous album. Am I (laughs) like by 25, (laughs) 25 minutes longer than their album. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah. I just, but that was like an experiment because that's like a sort of lo-fi hip hop come dance music thing that they did. And it's shit. Like I don't bother putting it in. It's really fucking rubbish. But um, before we kind of get into this new thing, uh, it's called post-human survival horror. Where do you stand on Bringing Horizon Sun? Let's start. Let's start from I, the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. I stand. Let's start from the I beginning. Stand Go on. Start from the beginning. Firmly on the position that I f- they can fuck off. They can fuck off, and they can suck my <laughs> fucking asshole. I like, and they can't. And they can. They can. They can have sucked my asshole for fucking years. I, it's just not at this point. It's just not for me. It's not a product like it, it's a. It's not a product that I'm buying. I'm like, it's just not anywhere, anywhere close to being anywhere for me. Um, like, you know, yeah. I I really do like. I think like, you know, this is what the edge of your seat was made for. I fucked with that back in the day. Fuck with a bit of suicide season, but that's it. Since then, I've not given any ounce of time to any of it really, and it's more just because. Like I just see it all as like an obvious product. Like it's 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 like it's not really about making good music at all. It's about making money. Like that's what they're all always about. And I know I know there's an argument that that's like that's totally cool because people have to make lives. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I talk about yeah. music because I love music as an art form, not not as yeah. a not as a way to get me to pay for stuff. Like. I'll fucking buy merch all day long, Gary. But I'm not fucking. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> not buying what they're selling man like it's you know yeah. ever since it's, it's even you can just see he's like got a good business mind and you respect him as a businessman like totally man like i mean how much money must he have fucking made off like drop dead and stuff like that and, like, yeah drop every dead fucking must be worth every money. fucking cunt gomer's wearing that stuff and like um i'm so glad i never bought a fucking drop dead t-shirt i'll tell you that mate <laughs> um, um and, i'm pretty sure like he employs his entire family yeah. with 
it's sick as well like, it's sick yeah. like he's a good businessman like absolutely i can't say that but i cannot respect them as musicians whatsoever yeah fair well like i personally really i really love i love everything up to semper Eternal. like i think up, up to and including semper Eternal. like the early deathcore stuff i thought was really cool but then when they pivoted into suicide season like that album was a was a bit of a game changer and i feel like everyone in the scene kind of pivoted after him like and that kind of is a bit of a trend for this band like they they do they make a move and then everybody else makes a move too yeah. you know until they got to sempaternal and then they did that and everyone kind of was like oh yeah shit but then they took it too far i think at that point and then that's the spirit came out and it was clear at that point that they were kind of over the rock scene yeah and they wanted to make a play for pop music but the thing is people were like they would play shadow moses off of Sempaternal on the radio, like on the morning show, they would play it. And that song's basically like one big thing now. <laughs> and so I feel like they didn't need to pivot quite as much into the mainstream as they did. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit of a fuck you to, to people like, well, not you cause you weren't a fan, but people like me who were fans of them. And then they were like, well, we don't really need you anymore. Cause we've got the radio one crowd now. Yeah. And now I feel like they're kind of, kind of creeping back a little bit like with this new re- release they're kind of like oh by the way we still want you you guys to like our music because we're still here we still we're still rock even though on the last album on ammo there's a song called heavy metal which is literally about how they don't like people who say oh bring me a horizon they don't they don't play heavy music anymore <laughs> the whole song is about that <laughs> and like there's a bit there's a lyric in the chorus of that song which is like there's a kid in the crowd in a black dahlia tank who says it ain't heavy metal <laughs> that's like the hook in the chorus of that song like literally they wrote a song which was like fuck you our old fans we have new fans yeah and now they've come out with this new ep but yeah the ep is called post-human survival horror it was all i believe it was all recorded like remotely during lockdown because they had like a youtube video series which was mostly jordan fish because he pretty much does everything in that band. Like the rest of them are all just riding off of his musical <laughs> talent, really, to be perfectly honest. Um, and it was like them kind of putting the songs together and working on stuff, and basically Jordan Fish spoon feeding Ollie Sykes lyrics <laughs> and melodies and how to actually record in Pro Tools and how to, like, I don't know, tie his shoelaces i don't know whatever <laughs> but like the whole thing like I, I you know i love i love to watch any sort of studio diaries honestly i don't really care who it's for i'll watch any anything like that i'm interested in yeah. the process like i think it's really interesting so i watched the diaries i watched the, the like youtube series and i did get i did enjoy it it was cool and then you could kind of hear they were like toying with the idea of being a bit more aggressive again putting a little bit more distortion back into their sound yeah. and this is the this product this is the the product to that this EP, this EP. And like it opens up like Dear Diary is like a, actually a bit of a banger. It's like Yeah, dude. I think it's a really good song. It's like got got some big old riffs. He screams at it quite a lot. Yeah, um it's got that like Kerry King guitar solo in there, it's, isn't it? It's actually an undeniable <laughs> it's an undeniable track. <laughs> it's an it's an undeniable track. And yeah. I can't tell you how much I fucking hate myself listening to it. Yeah, it's fucking it. annoys it's like, me. It annoys me that like, it's hard to it annoys yeah. me that you can't say this is rubbish. <laughs> it's undeniable that. Track I mean, thing. there's issues. There's issues. God is a shithead. What a lyric that is. What yeah. a lyric. Lyric. 
Oli Sykes' lyrics are diabolical, <laughs> aren't they? They are. But his lyrics are so bad. But um, I did get really upset at one point when I was listening to it. He starts shouting at his dog in the lyric in the vocal in the lyrics. He's like, tells the dog to shut the fuck up, doesn't he? Yeah. But then later on in the song, he eats the dog. So I probably should have been a bit more. I should have kind of expected <laughs> it, really, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, that song is just is just good. Like, there's no denying it. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve is really catchy. You can't fit. There's too many lyric, too many words in the chorus, though, right? They don't fit. Ah, uh, yeah. They don't all go in there, do they? You're totally there's right. A, just like there's not enough room for all of those words, mate. Like, write some different words because those ones don't fit. <laughs> like. <laughs> But like it's catchy as it's catchy as fuck. I can't deny that it isn't a catchy yeah. song. And like that's the one that had Mick Mick Gordon like like ramp it up and adding in a lot of extra production elements. And you can hear it. What do you think? I don't Go. like it. I don't not into it at well, all. I'm, 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 I honestly couldn't listen to this whole EP. I, I listened. I skipped around songs. I did give it the old college try, and I listened to the the, the large yeah. a large percentage of most of the. Like, I, I listened to at least some of every track. Um, but it's just it can just fuck off. Parasite Eve can fuck off. Baby Metal can fuck off. Young Blood can fuck off. The Nova Twins can yeah. fuck off. And Amy Lee can fuck off and all. It can all fuck right off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. We'll get there. We'll get there. But like the song Teardrops. Like I don't understand why anybody would use that <laughs> like synth noise because that's Linkin Park. It's the beginning of Faint by yes. Linkin Park, yeah. right? Why would anybody do that? Why would you put that in a song? Because as soon as you hear that, you go, oh, Linkin Park. Like, everyone knows that that is Linkin Park's sound. So just don't put it in a song. Just don't do it. Because instantly everyone's going to go, this is just a Linkin Park song. Because it is. Because you've just... It's fucking ridiculous. I just don't understand what the thought process is. Yeah. Now, yeah. Obey. Youngblood. (laughs) Fucking hell, mate. It's like, why would anybody ask that soppy cunt to be on their song? I mean, like, they're, they're bringing Horizon a big enough bunch of soppy cunts on their own as it is. Why do you need to bring him on? But you just know, like you were saying, that is a marketing move. That's like a, that's a, a people like a record exec going, this would be really good synergy. If you got Youngblood on your song, he's got an album out around the same time as you do. And you guys have got quite a lot, like, that would be a really good way to, like, get to more audiences yeah. and that is all, and like stuff like that. You know, me and you, we fucking love guest spots, right? But stuff like this and featured X are really like ruining guest spots. Yeah, right? man. Like, are really sucking the sucking the joy out of a guest. That spot is true because these are just such cynical marketing moves. And then you get something like featured X, which is literally just a cynical marketing tool yeah. for bands to get put on other people's songs and pay money. Yeah, for featured it. X. It's just can fuck right off and all. It can all yeah, fuck off. Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. I just no, no. Young blood, no. Someone putting out his fucking <laughs> And then after that, you get fucking Kingslayer, which is like literally half of the song is just slit wrist theory by Thirty Six Crazy Fists. It? It's got exactly the same fucking cadence, almost the same lyrics. Like I don't understand it. And like, who likes fucking baby, baby metal? metal, dude? Who, who likes oh baby my metal? God, I don't know. I don't what? understand it, mate. Why? It's just neckbeards. It's neckbeards that fucking with like anime body pillows. That's the people that listen to fucking baby metal. Like <laughs> people that fuck anime body pillows. Um, 
fucking listen to baby metal. I don't I don't get it. It's fucking wank. It's it's fucking dog shit. Ah, oh, this yeah. is feel good, man. Like, I'm really I'm really enjoying being really negative. Like yeah. I'm sorry if yeah, this isn't fun, fun to listen to, but it's um, fucking really good to, for, to it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know who Nova Twins are. That song is very, very nothingy. Ludens is a song. I actually know the song Ludens because it was on the Death Stranding soundtrack, so it's been around for quite a while. Um, I like the bit in the chorus where he goes, <laughs> but that is like straight out of straight out of something else in it. Like, straight out of like what's the start? I can't think of the song now, but yeah, that's directly ripped out of something else. But. <laughs> Like, yeah, I just, Evanescence, man. I had to get here. I had to get here. What the fuck is that, right? <laughs> Who likes that? On? They've got to be one of the lamest bands to no ever exist. No one fucking, fucking digs world. Evanescence. Nobody's like fucking. Like, that whole, no, yeah. That whole operatic metal, female fronted operatic metal scene is like, it makes me want to bring back Get in the Bin, son, because oh. what the fuck? Like, bands like Nightwish and stuff, why do they yes. exist? Why does anyone need that? What a load of fucking twaddle. <laughs> um, and, like, oh, my God, I saw an article about this. Apparently, Evanescent sued Bring Me the Horizon for, like, copyright or, like, intellectual property stealing or whatever for something, and they decided to collaborate oh, afterwards. What a bunch of like, fucking what the, what the fuck is that? I feel like that was probably part of the uh, part of the settlement, yeah. wouldn't it? Amy Lee um, fucking needs Amy thing, Lee needs like a couple of like years yeah. worth of money. Amy Lee needs some money because she wrote she's had one song that people actually know, <laughs> and it's not really like Kerrang TV. People don't really watch it anymore, so it's not like it's not really making you any money. Um, that song though, why the fuck would he put a piano ballad on his on his album? Because we all know full well that he can't sing. We all know full well. That is seventy five percent auto tune and twenty five percent pretending while Jordan Fish sings for him. <laughs> so why would you put a fucking piano ballad on your album where everyone can hear the auto tune kicking in? Like, I don't understand yeah. it. It's like me. It's like if I, you know, I can't skateboard, right? But if I was to like stand up at the top of a half pipe, <laughs> I'm not going to try and drop in because I know I can't do it. <laughs> what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a leaf out of Ollie Sykes's book. And I'm going to do one of those face-up things on some footage of Tony Hawk and then just like post it on my Instagram <laughs> and tell everyone I'm like a sick skateboarder. Because <laughs> apparently that's fine. Apparently you can do that now. It doesn't matter what's real and what's not. <laughs> it doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's real and what's not, mate. All that matters is making money, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah, this... I started off liking it, honestly, this EP, the first time I listened to it. I thought, like, oh, this is pretty good. And the more I've thought about it, the more I fucking Brilliant. hate it. I'm so glad, man. Like, I lo- that first song is well you good. You can't, can't deny it. That first song is and well it's almost good. like, it's almost like even more of a fuck you because it's the first song. So it's like subversive. Yeah. It's like, um, it's yeah, just fucking, you, you're like, sweet, sweet. This is going to be cool. I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm actually like, I've actually not thrown up yet. It's pretty sick so far. <laughs> and then boom, it just slides yeah. down terribly it does just it does slide down because parasite eve's all right and then it just gets like worse and worse as it goes off to the last track which is just complete nonsense yeah if if you haven't ever just go back and listen to older stuff man just listen to suicide season listen to there is a hell listen to semper eternal don't bother don't bother listening to this cynical like we're still heavy promise kind of material they're doing now actually listen to it before there was any cynicism and they were actually just making making music was good <laughs> just don't don't do it to yourself mate 
fuck yeah so that, that was Brooming Horizon and I feel really good now like having moaned about that I feel really like I'm really energized yeah. I don't know it feels why. nice having a good moan just makes you feel yeah. better sometimes we're gonna have to it? do get I, I I forgot about getting the bin to be honest Gary it's been so long since we put anything yeah. in the bin we're bring- coming back Let's bring it back. back. We need to bring it back. We need to we need to put some things in the yeah. bin, son. It's long. It's long yeah. awaited. We'll uh, what, what we can do. Maybe we'll in our in the Facebook group. We'll post for some get in the bin uh, like requests. We'll, we'll think of our own. Yeah, but like maybe we could get some, and then we could debate whether or not they're going in the bin. That's sort yeah. Of, that's a good like idea. A room one hundred and one like sort of room one hundred and one <laughs> situation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, mate. I'm keen. I'm keen. Yeah. So this week. Right boys and girls we are going a bit like touch so i think we should probably talk about brutal news next because there's like quite a lot of brutal news which is is pertinent for us to discuss there's much much i think absolutely i think we should we should dip into brutal news and i'm gonna start with thy art is murder they have put out a new little cheeky little standalone single it's called killing season it's an ode to how fucked up thanksgiving is basically yeah it's pretty messed up to celebrate stealing a country from its natives (laughs) but yeah (laughs) can we talk about how fucking sick this song is mate it's a fucking absolute barnstormer mate it's fucking so good so fucking good (laughs) so fucking good when i first heard it i texted you didn't i fit for a thigh yeah. because it's got a lot of fit for an autopsy about it to me it's a bit more like it's a bit it's got more like down tempo moments more like breakdowny stuff going on than most other thy art tracks yeah i didn't i didn't pick up on the fit uh, for an autopsy loads but definitely in some of like the the riffs i felt like there was some yeah. of that vibe um I just love how fucking the whole thing's just so ravenous. Like it just completely oh God, relentless, absolutely. mate. I fucking, oh, it's, it's so good. It was such a brilliant little treat, mate. That last moment, and it goes into that last fucking breakdown. That is huge. Yeah, dude. It's so huge. That last, it's breakdown. massive. Um, I wrote the, I've got the lyrics down, but my fucking computer's being a cunt because everything is a fucking <laughs> total bell end. <laughs> well, it's, I would need to ask you something though, son. What is up with thy art? Keep re- like, they always seem to put these songs out independent of albums, like Death Perception and No Absolution. And the one that they did on the Depression session. Oh, they will know another. They will know another. They will know another. I like some of, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're some of Thy Art is Murder's best songs, and I would put Killing Season up there as maybe the best thing that they've done since Hate it's this fucking, one song. It is fucking I think brilliant. it's amazing. And like I don't understand why they always they seem to put these songs on their own rather than actually putting them on their records. Like that last album was really fucking good. Human Target was really, really yeah. fucking good album. It had a lot of great twenty uh, first century Death Squad anthem is fucking amazing. There's a lot of really good songs on that album. But this should have been on it too, man, because this is a fucking rager. Yeah, this is an absolute fucking rager. It makes me feel like I wonder when it was done or when it was c- recorded. Oh, well, because it might. Yeah, it I must mean, have been done. By I would have assumed it was part of the session. And yeah, I would have. Part, I would assume it was part of the album. But maybe session. that's maybe that's part of their thing now. Maybe they just went. You know, they they session it and then they actually do pick like a really solid song to then just use as something to prop up because the way they've done it with these yeah, with these go, singles yeah. and I think it's a 
it's a sick move to be fair it's like something that will just perk up perk up a bit of merch sales while while stuff's chill like yeah um yeah, they can do some exclusive merch with it it's, and it's sick get there get get a bit of column inch every now yeah. and then and people like me and you be like this is the fucking sickest thing yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah, I guess it makes sense. But yeah, it's a fucking banger. So if you haven't listened to it, you probably have. You, you probably, probably have. It's it. fucking... Mine and Son, Mine and Son's opinion is that it is. Oh yeah, and right, <laughs> one of the things I noticed is the thing, it starts out, it goes open their throats and that's so badass. And I reckon, yeah. I reckon CJ's been in our, been in my notes. To be honest, Gary, I think he got that idea of me because I was suggesting the other day that we we started, we me and Gary have been doing some bandy stuff, and I was suggesting that we should use Open Throat as a name, and then old CJ starts did, starts a track actually, with it. Yeah. I think you know, I think it's probably just just probably got a bit of malware, a bit of spyware on the old on the in the notes. Yeah, yeah, put it yeah, together it pretty quickly. It's probably you know. He's probably like, oh no, what I'll, I'll randomly pick this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll let you believe that, son, because it makes yep. you feel better, mate. It but, does. Mm. Nah, it's cool. Let's move on. Kane Kane Hill. Kane. Oh my Hill. God, right? A Kane Hill. They've put out a new single. A Kane Hill fucking. Are they trying to get signed on Unique Leader or something, Giza? Because fuck me. <laughs> mate. <laughs> we'll get there. Right. The single is called The Power of the High. And it's taken from the upcoming release, which we don't know whether it's an album or EP, and we don't really know when it's coming out, but it's called Crew de la Mort Volume, Volume 1, which makes me think it'll probably be an EP as part of a series that will come out across the year. Oh, me and you both absolutely love this band, yeah, right? Fucking I fucking love this band. I think they're brilliant, but we've never really, it's the first opportunity we've had to like bring them up on the show, yeah. I think. I don't think we're, because we missed them when we went to see, when they supported BT, we got there late, so we didn't see them, <laughs> did we? <laughs> Which I was really bummed about, but yeah, but I I think they're fucking incredible. And this new track is an absolute rage, mate. Sounds like it was written by Josh Travis. It's awesome. It's got so much going on, mate. Um, I think, I think there's a real, um, we're going to talk about them in a moment. I think there's a real humanity's last breath influence on like on this whole track. Like, um, there's like these really like crushing like n- like notes in there every now and then that I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's even got like the the HLB fucking like space fucking robot voice. And then there's these like high pitched like piercing moments that come out. Like, I swear the boys have just been fucking jamming bare hlb or like maybe buster produced it or something <laughs> like i don't know like it's, it's a possibility because it's, um, it's well human yeah maybe i i did mean to look up who who was like had a hand in it actually but i never got around to it but yeah i got a lot of glass cloud I don't know, you ever have you ever listened to glass yeah, cloud man. yeah the just the yeah Josh. you know they did a, they did yeah they did an ep called perfect war forever which is when josh got a nine string guitar <laughs> basically wrote a nine string ep <laughs> And there's a lot of that coming through on this. Like I do, I've said before, like the EP, it kind of, it doesn't really go anywhere. It's it's all like, it's not really, I don't think it's really songs. It's like song ideas that never actually got turned into songs, but there's something going on in the tone, which you can't deny. And like, I'm getting a lot of that through this track. Like it's, you know, Kane Hill have got a lot of strings to their bow because um, his name's Elijah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he's got an incredible singing voice really like full of soul but also can be quite like angry and and like really passionate and like 
it just it just just screams on this. There isn't really well. There's a bit of melody in there, but not really like a chorus yeah. or anything like that. But he's got a brutal scream too, man. He's double R'd. Like if you go back and listen to their first EP, songs like Time Bomb that are like really, really stompy, really hard. Like you know that they've got it in them. And this is yeah, I'm I'm mad keen to hear what is going to come on this next thing, this EP, this album, whatever it is, whatever whatever it turns out to be. I'm dead keen on finding yeah. out because this new track is it's so savage. so sick just like because obviously the last thing we we heard from them was kill the sun and that was fucking mm. wicked mate we um, which was amazing but it's like an acoustic did we actually cover this didn't we, are you sure we did we did we did yeah we, we, we did we did with, it with, with Jace, Jace. didn't we yeah we did. um yeah oh now i feel silly saying we've never talked yeah about no it just <laughs> came to me not true at all. We've talked about KDL yeah, quite extensively. <laughs> it's just such a sick, like, it's such a sick move, mate. It just, they're such a young, interesting band that, like, really haven't, haven't, we haven't seen their final form yet. Like, nowhere near Absolutely it. Because, not. you know, they did that beautiful Kill the Sun EP, and they've come out with this fucking rager that doesn't even sound like any of their old stuff. It's, it's much more metal, and, like, it's it's just wicked. I mean, it's still dripping with that yeah. fucking new metal influence, but like, like you say, like, like, yeah, it's got this fucking, this whole nother like technical vibe that wasn't really there in the previous stuff. And, you know, it's, they're just so exciting and whatever's going to happen, whatever's going to come yeah. out of these dudes, it's going to be fucking sick. Totally, man. I'm with you on that one. Keep an eye out for that. That'll definitely be on our schedule. Yeah. Okay. Next born and new. So we're gonna we, we'll save some of the bigger stuff for in a bit. Born a new man. We talked about these guys. <laughs> yes, mate. I mean, we talked. Was it was it last year? Was it last year when the album? Yeah, it was came last out? year. It yeah, was, wasn't it? We talked about their album last year. Uh, they're fucking wicked, <laughs> bouncy boys, like down tempo metalcore, like hardcore band. Really fucking cool. And they just put out a new single. Uh, the single's called World of Black, and it's basically just. Two and a half minutes of sick riffs. <laughs> it's, just fucking, <laughs> it's just big old fucking meaty clackers swinging around, hitting people in the head. It's fucking <laughs> so sick, man. It's just so much energy. Oh. They've got that really, like, they've got a real, like, attitude injected to everything they do that's just sick yeah. as fuck. Like, um, just enjoyable. Yeah, so, like, just so, like, swagged yeah. out, isn't it? Swagged, swagged out, out, bro. Makes me sound well old. Makes me sound so odd. <laughs> like, fucking swag, it's just dude. got like that sort of hip hop energy about yeah. it. There's just something about it. It's just really, it's just fucking cool. It's just so yeah. cool. Like I love the fact in the video, like they're they're called Born and New, and they're all wearing that. Uh, they're all wearing Born Dead t-shirts, <laughs> which is like quite ironic. Um, and like I just love the the bits where it drops to just like bass and drums and goes fucking pure <laughs> Mate, Cobra same, Khan, isn't it? It's pure Cuba Khan and I uh, so beef, so yeah, beefy. So much beef, geezer. I'm like, like honestly, so you, much beef. You took those notes right off my page, mate. When they, when they strip back to those, <laughs> those bass and drums, like even like the outro of the track is just bass and drums and it's just fucking just, just yeah. groovy and fucking just sick. Like just sick as fuck, mate. Like, like the, you can't there's not much to fucking throw around dude it's just fucking sick listening to listening to listening sick, to yeah. born and you makes you fucking sick like if you and also it like finishes re- like weirdly abruptly as well yeah. which suggests it's part of something part of an ep or part of a, another record i don't know but like, there's no announcement of that around the single so no nah. 
I guess watch the space, but yeah, it's a banger. It's a <laughs> and, fucking banger. Born and new. What a great, really fucking The fucking, fucking opening again, dude. The fucking. Dude, it's sick. It's so sick. It makes me so happy every time I fucking hear it. Like, um, yeah, man. Absolute lad. And if you haven't, if you ever listened to Eternal Isolation, go back and check it out because it is. A really, yeah. really sick record. Really sick band. So give them a give them there's some a fucking, time because you won't. There's a fucking hip hop track on that fucking album, dude. It's fucking sick. It's so yeah. sick. Like a full blown hip hop. Dangerously song sick. Like, and he actually spits fire <laughs> as well. It's not like he's limping. Yeah. He's, he actually has got like got legit chops for like rapping. Fucking too. bars, mate. Ah, oh, born anew. It's so sick. Got born anew. Born anew will yeah. make you like fifteen percent cooler overall. Just like listening to born anew yeah, like every straight week, away. You, you'll be sick straight up. You'd just be impossible not to walk with a little skipping <laughs> step. When you, I reckon if like you know, I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a. Someone's like, what music are you into? Born I reckon anew, if like. <laughs> Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. If I was like, if I was, if I was dating Gary, if I was a dater, if I was sort of dating, (laughs) dating people out in the world, like, and I was on the way, if I was on the way to a date, I reckon I'd just fucking, if you, if you put on some Born Anew, you're getting laid. Hundred percent. Hundred. I thought you were going to say you'd put it in your Tinder profile. What, your Tinder profile, sir? I'm sunny. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was going to say. Your Tinder profile says I'm Sunny. I really like to cook and I listen to Born and New. And straight away, super like, super like. He likes Born and New. Marry me, marry me. Push notifications be going mental. Your phone basically <laughs> turn into a vibrator. <laughs> I've smashed me fucking ninety gigs of data. <laughs> it's all I'm being sent, just like untold pics of yeah, naked it's ladies. Yeah, because got high res 4K fucking. Just crotch shots. Nudies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Check out the new Born and New single. It's, it's so sick. sick, mate. Humanity's last breath. The boy is back. This this news this news article that I've this this news en- en- uh, entry that I've written on my notes just keeps escalating and getting like bigger and bigger. So I'm going to start <laughs> at the top. Humanity's last breath released a new song, a new single. It's called Vitring. Um. To be honest, to start with, I was a bit, I was a little bit weird. I found it a little bit strange. To me, it kind of, it broods quite a lot, but it didn't really go anywhere until the last. I found it a bit, a bit strange. Yeah, the end. It does, it does kind of pay off at the end, but not quite enough for like a six-minute song. I found it. I was a little bit. I was listening to it, and I was thinking this is going to make much more sense in the context of an album. When I was listening to that, this isn't really. This is a weird choice for a single. It's a great song, but it's a weird choice for a single. Was the kind of vibe I was getting. And but then later on in the day, they announced their yeah. album. <laughs> so they're going to be releasing their third album um, on the twenty-first of February. The album's called Valda, and it's coming out for a unique leader because, of course, it's coming out for a unique leader. It's basically, it's everyone's albums coming out for everything leader. Everything that is sick you can All think of. All that the sickness and touches. But just, just finds its way yeah. to unique leader at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> um, and also the album features artwork by the amazing Marius Lewandowski. Which I look at this artwork, son, and to me, I see it as a scathing commentary on the the uh, the next gen of consoles being too big. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, man, I think you're fucking right. It's uh... it's, it's it's a PS4, right? It's a picture. It's a that's picture the, of that's PS4. The Series X, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks sick, man. I love that fucking. It's just yeah. some crazy big fucking. I don't even know what it is. Like it's a big. What's some like some souls trapped in a giant stone thing? I, yeah, it's called it's called annihilation, I believe. Of course it is. Of course it fucking is. The painting. <laughs> of course it's called. It's called. Of course it's called annihilation. <laughs> I saw someone in the. Some. I think it was Mitch in the. In the focus in the Facebook group, um, he put that Marius Lewandowski could make him excited about a young black <laughs> and <laughs> to a certain extent, I agree because you see his art and you just know. Like you think about the only one that the only one that comes to mind, which is nothing, is is Bellwitch. But like, I just think of like Grand Descent, really, and I just think oh, what a sick yeah. record, sick record with a sick art, sick front cover. And I feel like this is going to be a sick record too because we've heard a few tracks and we know Humanity's Laugh Breath fucking bang. So there's no way it won't be a sick record. The other thing that was in the that was me adding to my uh, my notes was that they've um, recruited a full time drummer. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so they've recruited a guy called Klaas Klas Blomgren. Um, I googled him. Apparently, he's a professor of women and children's health. Sick so, dude, man. Fucking sick dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's making children better by day and making them cry at night. He's bad. No, I don't think it's the same. I think it might be a person with the same name. Son. I'm, I'm gonna level. I'm gonna level with her. I don't think it's the same bloke because the bloke looked pretty old. <laughs> I tried to look. I tried to look him up because I thought he might have like he might have chops from other bands, but actually, just like a really sick Swedish just session sick drummer. Dude. And he, yeah, he, he played drums on the Disaster EP. Oh, so fuck, yeah, yeah, he, he did. Um, yes, I read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he, you know, he's obviously going to be a really good fit for the band because that uh, that EP is rad and he crushes it on the performance on those drums. So, yeah, looking forward to that. They're coming to the well next year if everything goes according to plan. They're coming to the UK to oh, play mate, some shows. It's going to be so good, and I'm very it's excited. Be so I'm very excited. I will go in like a full-on Breaking Bad like hazmat suit to that show just for it to actually. Oh, happen. mate, hundred percent. And I think everyone, everyone else should just get on board with that with me. It's like, we're going to all just wear hazmat suits. So you don't yeah, have to man. worry about the spread of coronavirus because we'll, we'll all be fine. But we just really all want to see that show because we all want to see Kabul. We all want to see Black Tongue. And we all want to see Humanity's mate, Last I could, I could get behind that. So just let it happen. I could get behind that. Like, yeah. mate, you know, like if we got some sort of like like a boiler suit type thingy with, with gloves on and then like a cool, cool helmet. Like if that was how my life had to be for the next couple of years when I'm out doing my business. I'll be into that, dude. Like, what, just yeah, walking around like it. a fucking sick, pa- sick Sign fucking Power Ranger? Like, hell fucking yeah. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> like a member of yeah. Slipknot. Like, yeah, I'm in. Count me down. Count me like, in, mate. Bumming around fucking Morrison's looking like Master Chief. I'm in, Gaze. I'm fucking, I'm fucking there, mate. <laughs> that, that means I can go and watch some fucking riffs, dude. I'll fucking do that. <clears throat> yeah, too, right. <clears throat> Honestly, I think that maybe we should like invest in some hazmat suits because I think we could probably start a little business of just like, you know, renting hazmat suits out to people so that things can. Like, That's a sick together. idea, dude. Uh, we should probably talk about this off mic. This uh, is a this fucking a great idea. idea. Trademark, um, trademark. Don't you dare steal my idea, anyone <laughs> listening? <laughs> I'm onto That's one. That's a here. great idea. But yeah, humanity's last breath hype is intensifying and come february we're gonna splurge it everywhere Mate, and one more thing right i was waiting gary when you're gonna be when you're listening to something that has been touched by touched by the gods 
such as this. You're just wondering to yourself, yeah. will it thaw, Gary? Will it thaw? Will it thaw? Will it thaw? <laughs> and is it going to thaw? That's all you're thinking to yourself the whole time until it finally does indeed fucking thaw. It's fucking tits off. <laughs> the, the back end of this track made me so happy. I was just super, super happy when I listened to this, man. I know that you said you're a little bit let down by it, but I... And not not let down. Yeah. You liked it, but I, I actually really enjoyed like the sort of like this like the unsettling pace that it had, and like um, yeah, sort of this like more brooding style that like fits in well with like that that pitch black aesthetic that the, for the, the fucking homies yeah. conjure. So yeah, man, I, like and and that fucking like ended like the 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 finale in the track man it's like the it's, it's the it's a way that the album's going to end with this beautiful thaw moment and i uh, just it was it was it was great um and yeah i'm really really psyched about i've this been album. meaning to been meaning to, i think i've said this in the facebook group but like we need homies we need someone to fucking make some thaw gifs that, that we can share when when something <laughs> is fucking thaw we can use the thaw gif it just needs to be like the letters yeah. that shake a bit or like maybe some sort of catastrophe happening maybe like a black hole with like the word thaw like shaking over the top of it i don't know something like many just <laughs> loads of different ones but there's no thaw gifs you can't search them we need to get these out there in the wild gary we need to yeah. make that happen we need to learn how to make it i don't think that it's that hard, hard but i've, I've, I've just, it just hard. won't be as good if if i do it I just make the, <laughs> I can make the words shake. I, you know, I actually did make one like recently with a, on with an online really? gift maker that makes stuff shake, and it looked rubbish. So that's why I didn't share it. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this because I've been thinking about this for a while. But I just need. I think some. I think some of the homies need to do it. I, I know they'll they'll do it. Yeah. The call. I put it out there in the world. Come on, homies. Let's do this. Let's get. Let's We've get. Got have some, we got to have some people out there who know what they're doing. What it. Comes let's get some motherfucking Thor gifts. If if John John's not about, he, he he'll know. John yeah, where's John? Or no? He knows how to do stuff. They know yeah. how to do stuff. Um, let's move on. One fifty six silence. One five six silence. I never know which way round. I'm saying one five six. If you say one fifty six, Gary, I will yeah. not be friends with you anymore because that's fucking lame. Okay. <laughs> one one five six silence. <laughs> they put out a new single. Um, they're releasing a deluxe edition of Irrational Pull uh, on the twenty seventh of November, which is going to have three new songs and a cover and the cover is them bones by alice in chains which is a fucking banger <laughs> of the song like i'm not a big i've not really ever dug d- dug into alice in chains but i know that tune because it's on san andreas mate. <laughs> and it's a fucking huge tune isn't it? it's a banger, huge mate. tune i look forward to hearing what they do with that i really look forward to hearing what they're going to do with that song as a cover um, but the song, the, the the single that they put out is called No Angel. It's really fucking cool. Like the the tracks that they put out f- from this deluxe edition are really fucking cool. I can understand like it probably just come down to this album is too long if we put all of them yeah. on it at once. But like the offcuts from this album are just as good as the the tracks that made it on the Mate, album. This really. album is like one of the biggest like surprises for me this year. Um, like. Mm. I, I'm, I'm still not 100 where I stand because I've been thinking a lot about my my list, my end of years lately, Gary, and I've I've put it, I've yeah, I think it's in there, and and also if you'd have told me last year that I would have enjoyed 
the 156 album probably more than I enjoyed the Chamber album, I'd have told you to get right out of town, Gary. I'd have told you to get up, <laughs> leave town, never come back, stay somewhere till you're dead, and then don't even come back as a ghost. Like I would have said, leave it, leave it out. Yeah. Like, based on their previous EPs, but I am fucking coming back to this album like like a motherfucker. I just think it's so it's so awesome. It sits really well in that scene, but it's like it's got a really like unique edge to it. Like it's it it's it's wicked. Yeah, man. it's one five six fucking. Killed. The thing is, the thing is, like with specifically with reference to one five six versus Chamber, is Chamber's album did exactly what you expected it was going yes. to. It it went exactly how you expected it to, even though you'd never heard a minute of it. Whereas the one five six silence album completely took me by surprise by like that like addition of the creepy extra like leads yeah. and the singing and like the the kind of late period daughters influence and stuff that was creeping in on that completely surprised me. I was not expecting them to do mm-hmm. that at all. All I all I expected was like just more yeah. breakdowns, really. Which you know you got plenty of breakdowns too. But I was expecting just like more of the same, and I did not get more of yeah. the same. The jumping quality was yeah. Big. So yeah, I can see why you're why you're kind of mm-hmm. leaning that way. Absolutely, because you know it's a really undercover scumbag. Album. We really enjoyed that 2018 great EP, but yeah. really quite sounded like Knock Loose and Vane put together. Like it, you know, like but this this album was just so fresh and so fucking great. And I listened to it today, and that's why I'm because mm. I listened to the single and then I listened to the album again, and just like reminding myself that fuck me, it's fantastic. So yeah, man, I'm stoked as yeah. stoked as fuck to hear them cover. Yeah, it's cool for them, man. I'm sure they'll get some like extra, some good vinyl sales and that kind of thing out of it. So yeah. Big up to them, big up to the boys. Um, Pupil Slicer. So Pupil Slicer are a band that you know we've you know they're they're I think they're homies of the show, right? You chat to the you chat to Pupil Slicer. Chat to the, I've chat to the basis once on it on the Instagram on the Instagram. Yeah, on on the Instagram. Um, they're fucking wicked. They're a UK band, which is always nice. I played a show with them actually, nice. and they were fucking sick live. To be fair, and they were fucking amazing live. And they've been signed to um to Prosthetic, hell Records, yeah, which is really so fucking badass. cool. That's a really really big boon for a band like that to 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 make that happen. That's fucking especially well for, cool. with their back catalogue because um, you know like Leech Leeched obviously yeah. came out on Prosthetic, but they had like a whole album like. There's not much pupil slicer knocking about to go from. So no, no. There's like a split, isn't there? That is actually out. Yeah, there to the, it's with a split with Sense Offender. Um, but you know, there's not. They've not got this. Like, it, it's just wicked. Somebody's doing some fucking great work at Prosthetic, man. Like Prosthetic as, as well as yeah, had some respect. amazing back, like releases this year. But um, yeah, it's just mm. sick. It's just sick to see, man. Like fucking great like young uk band just to get snapped up by prosthetic like that like it's awesome and you know that yeah totally. they're not fucking around they've got fucking ped from frontier has done the fucking production on this thing fucking mm. carson yep. motherfucking pace from dow boys like yep carson pace oh. from the callous dow boys on guest guest vocals so the track is called uh lapel de vide it, it's it's fucking well good, isn't it? Like, I'm, there's a lot of bands at the moment going around going, and I kind of like, I've like, I'm really like growing tired of Dylan Just Escape Plan ripoffs. Like, I love Mathcore, but I need a bit more. I need more from from what's happening. I need more from yeah. that sound. And like, Pupil Slicer are really fucking throwing in, like, you know, they're throwing in these sassy riffs. 
The vocals are really, really fucking good. Um, I think the vocalist is is Katie, right? She's like bassist and vocalist, I, so, yeah. I believe. And and the vocals are fucking savage as hell on this track. Yeah, they're fucking really fucking really fucking powerful. And like you said, the the Ped Outlier Studios pro- production on it sounds great. You can hear like he's always got a really distinct. He always gets a really distinct sound out of his yes, snare. Yes, mate, that's it. It's which it is, is yeah, like yeah, that snare sound. There's always like a really distinct snare snare sound, which is all over that the most recent Four yeah. Limbs album, and obviously the frontier, that previous Frontier and section material. It's like you get, you know, you hear that snare and you know that it had. It was almost like it. it was almost like the, the the way that the drums are as well on this is like it, it's, it's like this track was written to be given to Ped. It's like that constant fucking snare that's like, like yeah. off kilter, just like repetitive and like just bludgeoning. Like it's it's so it's, it literally sounds like it was a Frontier like drum stem they took and just like put the rest of the stuff on it. Like <laughs> that's straight up. Is it like one of those things where you can buy like a you can buy the drum you can buy like adam grainer from uh august burns red drum sounds and you get like a like a load of different drum like library of like beats from him that you can then program in and they've just bought like the frontier library of drums (laughs) no that's not that's not fair like they they've got their own thing it's It's just just got got that that sound and it's like yeah that's it's just that snare it's just that snare sound is is scatty and it's like always in the the wrong kind of always in the wrong place in inverted commas but it always works and yeah, I'm really down with it, and I'm looking forward to like what Pupil Slicer do yeah. next, man. Because I'm keen, and I love to see, I love to see young UK bands doing well, getting and getting props, getting recognition, getting features in like Revolver magazine and shit like that. It's always fucking cool to see stuff like that happen. So, big up to Pupil Slicer. We look forward to your future Hell material. Yeah. Um, one more little bit of brutal news before we move on, like. Have you seen what the fuck is going on with Emule? What? No, I haven't. <laughs> so Emule did a little Patreon. They launched a Patreon, and five—I think it's five months in—they've just just ditched it and stitched everybody up. Oh my so god! Up to it. <laughs> Took everyone's money and then just just turned it off, basically. Um, Frankie put out a, like a little statement on Twitter, basically saying that it was more work than he could keep up with, which is ridiculous because the amount of work that it was, was entirely dictated (laughs) by him. So why would he like commit to all of this shit and then just be like, Oh, I can't do it. It's too much work. Like you did that to yourself, mate. You're fucking, what are you playing at? It's like the worst excuse I've ever heard. And there was a, there's a feature on it on online and someone interviewed like a Patreon subscriber. And the guy said he was, I was on the top tier, which meant, which was meant to include a personalized welcome, access to recording stems, access to VIP ticket sales, free t-shirt, a video call from a member of the band, handwritten lyric sheets, uh, early access to songs and breakdowns and playthroughs of tracks. And he said, what we actually got was two video playthroughs and a, and some poems. <laughs> I, was in, I was on their Patreon for the five months they had it. I noticed that everything yep. had vanished off the page without any warning, but it's still taken this month's subscription. But oh, they still charged shit. him. Yeah. Um, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Like, that, that guy, 
that guy is like in a downward oh. spiral, isn't he? Really, we should probably stop laughing. Like he's clearly having a, he's clearly struggling or something. Like things are not going oh, here well. Here we go. Polemory nor the band have publicly commented. Fucking meta injection. Sort your fucking typos out, guys. Polemory. <laughs> oh, did you, I was going to say, did you just? Re- did you? I was like, it's Palmieri. So no. I thought you knew that, but like, you've just read it. Yeah, they've they've written, written, written Palmieri a bunch, but one of them, one time, they've written Palmieri. Um. Dickhead. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, that is basically. so funny. Like, 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 bands, bands setting up p- Patreons at the moment. I'm all for because obviously, you know, we're in a weird time of the time in the world. Like Alpha Wolf, they've just done a Patreon. They set up a Patreon, and I think they're actually following up with it, unlike these guys. But like, you just kind of make a mockery, don't you? Like, you basically saying. I don't really care that much about my fans. If you want to do a Patreon and then just be like, nah, actually, I'll just take your money and yeah. I can't be bothered. It just speaks to what sort like, of person you are. It's just and not cool. Like, it just, yeah, it's just know, not cool. He's never been like, heralded as like a, a really nice guy, has he? Like, no one's ever, yeah. there's, no, like, there's, there's <laughs> no, never been like, articles written about how much of a brilliant, fantastic guy he is. So like, yeah, it just proves that it's fucking you know, and what else has he had to do? What else has he had to fucking do this year? He ain't been had, had any fucking gigs to fucking go to. Like, it, it, no one Isn't gives it? a fuck about his shit album. Like, <laughs> just fucking. Uh, and I really, I wonder what that fucking Get him. that top tier the price would have been because that sounds like quite a lot. And yeah, I'd try to. Think. I mean, I've I've been yeah. on some that were like I, I was on like a twenty five pound a month one, um, like. F- for for some for like one of these podcasts that I really like, and I was happy to give them that, but that was nowhere near their top tier. You could have gone up to like fifty boys. Like I reckon that that top tier would have probably be something like fifty boys, hundred boys, like yeah, probably quite a lot. And yeah, that's not on, is it? That's, that's not, not on at all. I just I've, we we've had a lot of fun slagging off bring me the horizon this week i thought maybe let's bring up a mirror uh, again because we know how much we enjoy that's their amazing album. i'm I'm glad you brought that up mate because i really <laughs> I, I, that totally that totally missed me by so uh <laughs> <laughs> mate right let's talk about let's talk about a record yeah. we haven't done well we have but we haven't let's, really this week let's, let's talk about up. a record we've only got we've only got one record to talk about this week but it is a doozy so let's get into it the band are called wind chimes uh, Wind Chimes are a five-piece band from Butler in Pennsylvania, and they've just released their debut EP, which is called Innovation, and it is out now. It came out last Friday, and it's available to stream everywhere and purchase through Bandcamp, as most things are. Um, Wind Chimes, they're a fucking <laughs> sick-ass band, mate, right? They're, uh, they're pushing, they're pushing those fucking boundaries. Like I wanted to, like usually, I would say. Wind Chimes are a five-piece insert genre here band, but that's quite hard to do because they they describe themselves as an enticing blend of black metal, metalcore, and post-hardcore. And uh, this EP, this new EP, is really, really something quite different. Um, We've talked about bands that blur these lines between genres in the past, right? We talk about Kabul. We refer to Kabul as a black metalcore band quite regularly. Uh, we talked about Lorna Shaw and how much influence black metal has on their deathcore sound. But and also we talked about Surface Wounds a few weeks back um, and yeah. their sort of MySpace metalcore meets black and death metal. But Wind Chimes, I feel like for a start, Wind Chimes, can we just say, can we just get it out there now? It's a terrible band. Dude, I actually like it. I think but Wind Chimes. I like it. I like, like it, it. Um, 
and I, I like the way that they use it in like the opening track or is it not is it the opening track they use they do talk about yeah wind, like, um, in a bit of a, like a spoken, spoken word, word doesn't it? And, yeah. um yeah great logo as well i'm into it mate fucking sick logo yeah the logo sick is really fuck. cool i just yeah it just doesn't sound very hard does it wind chimes it looks good <laughs> written down i feel it, like it looks like a great word I f- yeah i know what you mean <laughs> um i feel like they've kind of taken this like black metalcore ball and run with it like lunatics because the black metal sections in this are really big and like absolutely pivotal to the success Definitely. of this ep i like the drummer he executes blast beats like it almost in his fucking <laughs> sleep really didn't he the vocalist he's basically been dining exclusively on the flesh of virgins <laughs> Um, and the guitarist, the tremolo picking is so fast that their hands are going to catch fire and probably set fire to a church. You know? like, it's just so, <laughs> so much like so much darkness in this. But also, they're like a, they've got like split personality because the other person living inside them is like I don't know Scott Vogel from Terror. Or right? Yeah. Maybe maybe someone a bit more relevant than Scott Vogel from Terror. I feel you, like they've got. Uh, you know what I mean? This real like. There's this there's this real like heavy sort of like beat down hardcore fucking vibe going in there. Like it's almost yeah. like that he's, he's like fucking like got like, he's got the, the energy of like the frozen North and Aaron Hurd. <laughs> like in every, <laughs> like his lows, his Absolutely, lows are wicked man. and it's well got on like an Aaron Hurd like sort of vibe. And like, it sort of skirts on this, yeah, skirts totally. on this guttural, like it's yeah. Like, this this real like heavy fucking beat down hardcore vibe like smashed into smashed yeah. into fucking black metal like there's and they yeah, said they it. say post hardcore but i don't the, really get any post hardcore i don't know where that's coming from well i guess but that's I think, kind of that's coming from the kind of like the yeah. big more like expansive it's section basically the black there are metal. a few of them on the ep it's like the post isn't it it's like post yeah. post black gaze or whatever post black metal but um like Black metal and like beat down hardcore are so disparate, aren't they? They're so different things. Like, there's no way in a million years that someone would be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Let's yeah. smash that together." But these guys have like they execute it with absolute fucking yeah. joy. Don't these they? guys are really fucking. They're massively onto something here. Like, it's a it's a twenty twenty eight minute six track EP, and what they get done, what they accomplish in that is. It's so fucking convincing, mate. It will absolutely convince you that these fuckers yeah. are onto something. Like uh, this is like totally, what you said man. with one five six. Like that's n- or Kane Hill. Sorry, like that's like not their. This is not their final form. This is the steps on the way to something fucking fantastic. Like the yeah. the absolute like it's a fucking Frankenstein of a sound, mate. Like it goes from mm, one minute, totally. like succumb is like fucking full on black metal. And then like stops in its tracks and goes into a real straight up fucking hardcore stomping fucking riffs. And yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's crazy. You, you, you never, never question, question it, it. Do you? It's, you never question it. At no point do you go, this, this feels like these two things are kind of tacked onto each other. Like you never, ever think that when no. you're listening to it it sounds like it's a blend of genres that have been done yeah. forever <laughs> and this is a like a really small band like they've got like 200 odd listeners a month on spotify they're tiny tiny band you know they've got i don't know how many followers they've got on facebook but it's small and like they've i feel like they've almost fucking invented yeah. a genre by <laughs> on this ep like it's incredible 
the chops on him is just like yeah fair play fair yeah fucking fair play. fucking play dude it's there's so many interesting moments like there's you know they're they're obviously like reaching for something more in in places there's like like these big moments and the black metal really like helps them lean into that um there's like a crazy like the the final track um i think is probably like the most effective like of the tracks it's fucking yeah. awesome like the final track's the one that's got like it's got some singing as well on it yeah hasn't it? yeah there's like he like play he plays around with like a kind of atmospheric not like a drone but like a sort of like really simple melody yeah it just makes the whole thing sound like fucking arcane yeah, the, shit doesn't it like it's the last track cool. yeah it's like eight minutes long it's like called like my echo in soliloquy uh slash sunken so take it take the pick you could key that call it either and yeah. you wouldn't be wrong you could call it sunken and i'd be like yeah Gary, i have to concede <laughs> that that is correct um i think that track's wicked it's like it's got a real sort of like grand it's got a much grander scale to it it's a bit more sort of like reflective and somber and the the blackened vibes really bleed into like the the sort of like the tempered post hardcore vibes in that a bit easier um and I've just read in my notes there, post-hardcore, I did actually think of... I, did, I, I, know, word, I, yeah. I forgot that I said I to you earlier. That, as you said it, I thought, I was like, hang on a second, like two minutes yeah. ago, you were saying, well, nah, I, not post-hardcore, and he's written the uh, words post-hardcore. Apparently, like, notes, yesterday's... Like, like, apparently, like, shit, Sunday at 7 in the morning yesterday, Walker the Dog did believe that there was post-hardcore vibes in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's he's a completely a, different man to the man he's a different me right now. Yeah, it's wicked. Like, I really, I really think like these shifts in genres are executed with absolute conviction. And yeah, they keep they keep writing things like this. It's gonna everything's gonna fall into beautiful, disgusting place, and they're gonna put something together that's fucking special, man. Yeah, the only the only issue that I can think of when I listen to it is that they've kind of gone with black metal production style which obviously favors the stuff where they get black metal but when they get when they go with the more break the more kind of hardcore type stuff it doesn't necessarily work quite as well with that so they kind of need they need to find a middle ground with the production style that they go for that that kind of suits both parts of their sound better like the surface wounds their ep that production on that was perfect yes yeah and like i feel wind chime like wind chimes are doing a what they're doing, I prefer to what Surface Wounds were doing musically, but like the actual execution of the recording, I was I would pop, I would kind of go for Surface Wounds personally. But this is like, I think this is something. This could be like the dawn of an era for uh, something really yeah, exciting. Yeah. This EP and Wind Chimes as a band, I think this could be something that you know, a few years down the line, everyone's going to be all over this band. They're going to be like this is like yeah. genius this is the news this is the new sound the you know sound. and you know we're we're in on the ground floor because we're <laughs> badass um, um also i know you're i know you're not a fan of him but i love when pete from oh pops up okay. and come to i love it i love it i can't get i know you don't like him i, I know you don't like him but i just think his voice is it's... unique you know him straight away you're like that is pete yeah you know him, him. He's got such a distinct, yeah, it's distinct voice, all right? It's fucking distinctly fucking awful. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, oh god, ah. 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 <laughs> that's what he's doing. I think it's cool. Like. I like it. It <gasps> works, man. I think it works in here as well. 
It works with the part of the song that they sounds, use him on. Like, it sounds like really he'd cool. be better off on Sesame Street, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. All right. All, all right. right. Claws away. Claws away. All Back right. to positivity. Tone this it isn't down. the bring me Tone out. it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's not baby metal, yeah. is he? He's Pete from Kaunashi. He's cool. I like him. But anyway, he's got like a really different voice to the vocalist of Wind Chimes, which is like, I think is important when you're looking for a guest to come and do something on your album. You need to be like, it's, it's, you get so many bands who like get a guest vocalist and you're like, where, where is it? Like, yeah. I don't hear. Is it? What, I don't hear guy? him. Because they sound exact, exactly the same as the, them. With, yeah. the, with the normal, yeah, exactly. with the regular vocalist that also has an incredibly similar yeah, voice. Just, <laughs> yeah. Nah, you need to think about it. You can't just go and feature decks and pick <laughs> someone, can you? You've got to think about fuck it. Fuck feature decks. <laughs> but fuck feature decks. Uh, we're never going to get sponsored by feature decks, are we? We should put ourselves, we should put ourselves on feature decks and <laughs> see if anybody wants us on their songs. <laughs> just to sit chat in the background yeah, yeah. and moan. Just be like, well, this is fucking rubbish, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that would be sick. That'd um, be a laugh. That'd be a laugh. I'd bet for that. Feel... Um, yeah, I've... wind chimes. This is real I feel like what shit. wind chimes is is like what um like portrayal of guilt like Earth Two is like where they actually like portrayal of guilt like weren't like a screamo band they were like they were like a beat down hardcore band that started playing black metal and this is like <laughs> wind chimes is yeah. them from Earth Two. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it totally. Earth Two, Earth Two portrayal <laughs> of guilt. Yeah, why not? Why, fuck why the not? fuck not? Yeah, I'm I'm really really down with this man. This is fucking yeah. exciting. This is an, this might not necessarily be like you say. This isn't their final form. This isn't the finished product. They've got room to, but they've got so much room to grow, and you know they're gonna. And they're the sort of band you want to hit the follow button on. You know, they're the sort of band you want to like, so you can keep up yeah. to, up with them, see what they've got coming out. Because I think the world is gonna be this Hell band's oyster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're called Wind Chimes, and the record, the EP, is called Innovation, and it's pretty great. Yeah, and it came out a couple weeks ago. There's just been so many goddamn bangers around that we fucking we couldn't not not cover it. It came out last Friday, so it's not it's not that far away. We're not that behind on it, but it came yeah, it came out on the thirtieth. But yeah, bangs, mate, bangs, fucking bangs. Yeah, mate, absolutely Absolutely bangs. Right, Gary. Hell yeah, yes, mate. Fucking good job driving the bus this week, guys. To be fair. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. You're welcome. Did, how was it? Oh, how did you feel sitting back and taking oh, a bit more of a back nice. seat to? Uh, it's nice to your new your new presenter. Yeah, your new it was host. good. No, I'm not. I'm it not was good. Mate. Nah, you're you're doing it. You're doing it from now <laughs> on, mate. Well, that I'm intro was lovely, Gary. Um, <coughs> I'm glad uh, you enjoyed it. We got to give. We got. I've got to do this. I've got to do some final stings, mate, because that's because I'm, I'm yeah, in charge. Get them out so, there, brother. If you like the show, why don't you give us a like, give us a follow, give us a five-star review. Join our Facebook group and come and say hello because we'd love to have you. We, we're building a really cool community. I think we're building a really cool community. I'm really enjoying it. It's given me a reason to actually like use yeah, Facebook again. Totally. Because like before, I just kind of... Literally, everyone annoys me so much that I basically unfollow everyone. <laughs> so I go on there and I just scroll through adverts because, like, I don't actually follow anybody anymore. So it's it's nice to have a reason to actually like actively engage with Facebook again and connect to cool people. And 
I want to connect with more of them. Come on, everyone. Come and come and join in the fun. Come and be part of the part of come on part down. Of the family. Part of the, the water is family. fucking. Come the water is fucking fine, dude. The water, come the water on down. The black. water's black. That's the, that's a great <laughs> that's a great slogan, Gary. Sandals ain't putting that in their next fucking brochure, <laughs> are they? <laughs> but yeah, next week we have got. A really, really girthy show. Oh, it's for of, you guys. Next week, the boys release their new album, The Boys Being Boundaries. And yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it next week. No but... fucking, no fi- no fucking yeah. prizes for guessing <laughs> fucking bangs. <laughs> that it's <laughs> spicy. Uh, but we'll speak. We'll be there next week. And hopefully, you will too. Goodbye, Peace. everyone.